Hi, I'm Bridget Babian with FamilyVoiceOvers.com. You're listening to a podcast I personally have benefited greatly from. This is Christ is All with Frank Viola. Yo, VIP. Let's kick it. And listen, I sit back with my brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly, flow like a hawk moon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow. To the extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle. Dance. Crush a speaker that booms. I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom. Hi, fun seekers. Welcome to the 100th episode of this podcast. Thank you, thank you. Don't get up, don't get up. First of all, I want to thank all of you for listening to the podcast. And if you're new, I want to especially welcome you. This particular episode is going to be unique to the podcast world. Before we launch into the main event, let me just say a few things about the podcast itself. And I guess I'll first read to you a little about the ratings. Foolish me, I've got to put on my glasses. I was trying to impress the audience that I really was young and virile. The podcast has been downloaded, according to one analytic program, almost 5 million times. It's reached number 12 out of all podcasts in the Christianity category in the United States and number 1 in Canada on several occasions. On the Podbean site, it's been listened to over 880,000 times. And I am told by my radio friends that the Arbitron rating of this show is very high. The episodes include conference messages, monologues, interviews, first chapters of books, and humorous sketches. Some of the episodes are very serious. Others are quite comical. Future episodes I have planned are Messages on the Unsearchable Riches of Christ, Hacking the Victorious Christian Life, Two Kinds of Leaders Outside the Institutional Church, Gutless Wonders, and the qualifications of an apostle, and many, many more topics. If you want to share the podcast with your friends, just go to frankviola.org forward slash love, and you will see ready-made tweets to make it easy to share with others. Now for a disclaimer on this episode. If you do not have a sense of humor, but I strongly suggest that you click the pause button, exit out of the window, finish your coffee, stand up, walk away from your device, and never mention that you listened to the 100th episode of the show to anyone. <clears throat> now what we're going to do today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, is we're going to go to the phones. That's right, I'm going to take phone calls from the audience. And we're going to break the phone-ins into two segments. Now, I had my board operator behind the glass. His name is Jeffy. Some of you have heard his voice before on previous episodes. Jeffy really likes being the board op. Don't you like being the board op? I do. Jeffy did a sample of all of the people who have subscribed to my periodic update list. And he sent them all an email asking them if they wanted to participate in the show. He then looked at the list of all of the people who have unsubscribed from my periodic update list. And he took a sample of that list and ask them if they wanted to appear on the show today. Now, the show will be broken up into two segments. The first segment will be people who are subscribed to my periodic update list. 
Then we're going to break for a commercial, and we're going to hear only from those who have unsubscribed to my periodic update list. So the first half of the show will be those of you who are subscribed, and the second half are those of you who are unsubscribed. Now for the first half of the show, I'm going to ask you to give your opinion on several topics. Topic number one is something that many of you probably have never heard about, but there is a present controversy about a radio station in Mississippi called WTKN. And there is a gentleman who is a talk radio show host on WTKN named Mr. Mertz. And rumors have been circulating that Mr. Mertz has stolen material from me. That has gotten twisted into the narrative that I used to work with Mr. Mertz at WTKN, and I've taken material from him, which is patently false. So if you want to weigh in on the WTKN controversy and give your opinion, that's one of the topics you can speak on. Another topic is politics. If you want to talk about a political figure from the past or present, or you want to weigh in on a political issue today or a cultural issue, whether it's crime, stealing, immigration, you're welcome to do that as well. Another topic is President Obama, if you wish to say a word about him and what the rest of his term is going to look like. Now, one of the things that Jeffy encouraged our subscribers to do, the sample that he invited to be on this show, is to create a character caller. So depending on your creativity and your talent, you can become a star today on this program. A character caller is simply a caller that you are imitating or a character that you have developed yourself. Now what we're going to do in a week from now on my blog is I'm going to poll the audience, my blog subscribers, and ask them which character they liked best. And the one who wins that poll, I will commit to doing an entire interview with that character caller in a future episode of this show. That's right. So you can become a star twice if you happen to be selected. Now after we're through with the calls from my subscribers, we'll break into the commercial and then those of you who are unsubscribers who will appear on the show, you can talk about anything your dear heart desires. Now another observation that Jeffy has made is that the vast bulk of our subscribers are between the ages of 20, 30, and 40. And we have some who are in their 50s. The vast bulk of the unsubscribers are in their 60s, 70s, and even some in their 80s. Now, I don't know what that says, and I don't know what it means, but I find it profoundly interesting. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Jeffy, are you ready? We are now ready to take your calls. This first segment will be for the subscribers only who have been invited to the show. And I'm looking at the Fenortner, and Jeffy, it is lit up like a Christmas tree. We have got a full board of calls so off to the phones we go. Lud from Plant City, Florida. Welcome to the show, Lud. How are things going in Plant City? They're fine. I don't appreciate how you take liberties with that station. What's that I hear in the background? I don't have anything on in the back. Are you at the barn dance again? I'll tell you, I don't appreciate your references to me as being some type of a hick. I'm an American citizen and a war veteran, and I appreciate the fact that WTKN provides me with a type of programming that meets my needs. I tape them, and sometimes my brother Merle and I will listen to them back. I sold some farm equipment one time on there and got top dollar. How long did it take to sell your farm equipment on WTKN? Well, about six months, but nevertheless, I sold it for top dollar. How long did they keep you on when you called in? Well, I had a hard time getting off. 
I had to go. I've got a bladder problem, and I said I can't talk. I find their programming to be invigorating. I have bladder control problems and have sought refuse. Not refuse, refuge, I guess. And I'll tell you right now, I wish they would go to more of a health and information type of format. Um, Lud, I can appreciate that you find WTKN invigorating but really now their ratings have gone through the tubes is what i've heard and i notice how your station keeping with its copycat way of doing business stole from them a concept that was heretofore unknown in the radio market i see so you're siding with the false rumors about wtkn in the show by the way lud did you have anything you want to sell here well i've got a bag of boxes of depends for bladder control i bought them and i think i've cured it if anybody wants to buy them they're also good to wax your car with, I found. How much do you want for them? Uh, well, I'll take the best offer. You know, mister, I find that you have indeed done well in ratings. The ratings are not everything in radio. The fact that the community here is not sophisticated enough to enjoy the type of programming that they so astutely broadcast is not necessarily indicative of low ratings. In fact, that's merely one way of testing. I find their programming to be excellent. They are known for catering to the barn dancers in Plant City. Do you really think that I'm foolish enough to take what you said as anything but a slur against me? You find yourself to be this self-styled genius, and all you are is a blowhard. You are what's wrong with this country, and I don't appreciate either how you have done this childish game with Mr. Mertz, who is trying his utmost to put together a good product. One of these days, you're going to wake up, and when that Arbitrand or Arbitron or whatever the hell that thing's called, you're going to find yourself at the basement. When you came to this market, you were an unknown. And because of your affiliation with that fine broadcasting giant, you owe them an apology. And you owe them a debt of gratitude, because they, in fact, made you, sir. And it's funny how when people get to be on top of the mountain as you are, you forget from whence you've come. Take the kazoo, sit on it, and play us a theme from the sorrow and the pity. And understand, sir, that you in fact owe them a debt of gratitude. And how you can come on here and besmirch their good name is absolutely an abomination. I don't appreciate that. Off we go to Howard from New York City. Howard, you're on the air. Is this the unbelievable, illustrious, cantankerous, publicly known thespian, a colleague of mine, the electromagnetic stimulation? Well, yes, it is. Well, how are you? I'm excellent. My caduce, my unrelenting support and personal adoration of the new numbers attesting to your unbelievable popularity in the market. It's unbelievable. It absolutely staggers the mind. I can't believe you're calling this show, Howard. Where have you been all these years? Excuse me, I was talking. Do you mind? Excuse me, sir. One of the reasons I was calling was very simply to find out if you could get me a little action, perhaps an appearance. A little action. I'm sorry, Howard, but we don't have room in my studio for guests. I think maybe Mr. Mertz may want you on his show. 
Don't mention that man's name to me. I want you to know from personal experience that Mr. Mertz is other than a normal human being. Can you expound on that, please? I have no comment. Is this on the air? Yes, it is. I resent you professionally for not making me aware of that fact. I will let you know that my show business communication and contact will not be used at your disposal, sir. Um, Howard, how come you don't cover sports events anymore? Let's look at the facts, shall we? I'm an old man. I've got a pot belly. I'm an attorney. That should tell you enough about my irrepressible, irritating, sandpaper-like personality. Well, I wanted to present to you my support of your outstanding numbers. Is this the type of audience that you maintain? They are the brightest, most insightful, most creative people with a sense of humor that you can know. Thanks for calling, Howard. Off we go to Lamangera from Tampa, Florida. Hello. Hello. You're sorry, Lamangera. I want to talk about something. I want to talk about Cuban sandwiches. Okay, but can you respond to Lud about TKN? He was an earlier caller. TKN, hijo de puta. Now, I want to tell you about, I don't know nothing about TKN. I don't listen. I don't like him, nobody. I think he, how you say in English, TKN is soccer. Soccer, the, the, the rule, whatever. I don't like it. I can't find in my car no, the radio. You don't pick up it. So I don't know nothing about it. Do you ever listen to Spanish radio? Spanish radio? No, I haven't. It's very good. Canal City? Uh, I don't understand. Me too. Listen, do you like a Cuban sandwich? Uh, yes, I do. You know, one time, years ago, when I come to the country from Mariel in 1980, I don't speak English so good. I speak it very good now, but when I got here, I don't know nothing. I was on a border with a guy who was crazy. I say, no way I'm going to go to the crazy people. You know, sometimes, I think that everybody want to make it a criminal pay, capital punishment, jail. So what I think is to make it a guy never do the crime again, I think you should make the guy go into a room and put his headphones on and listen to TKN. That's one of the cruelest things I've ever heard a human being utter. Thank you, Lamangera. Let's go to Cliff in Louisville, Kentucky. Cliff, you're on the air. Cliff, once. Cliff, twice. Cliff, three times. If you don't start talking, Cliff, I'm going to hang up and move on. Okay, Cliff. I think that's fair warning, don't you? Cliff, my patience is starting to wear thin. Okay, Cliff. I give up. I'm going to move on now. Jeffy, what are you giving me that sour look for? He was coming. He was probably listening to Lay. 
Look, this is a big-time radio show with a big-time audience and a big-time radio host with big-time callers at a big time of the day. I gave Cliff ample opportunity to come to the phone. Well, you know, some of our callers deserve a little bit of a break. Mike Tyson is on the air. <clears throat> Jeffy, did the call drop? See if you can get him back on the line. He probably thinks we hung up on him. All right, Mike Tyson, we have him back on the air. Mike, Mr. Tyson, go. I am Mike Tyson, world heavyweight champion of the world. I'm down here on official business. I thought I'd call you up and uh, just say that I was kind of upset that you hung up on me. Long distance. Wait, who are you Wait a second. I'm on the from this station. Hello. Hi. You were talking about stealing. I happened to go in Ben Dixon. That's the first thing I saw last night. A man stealing potato chips. I couldn't believe it. You went to the Win Dixie and saw a man stealing potato chips. Yeah, I was getting my groceries. And I saw he put it on somebody's shirt in a potato chip. He saw me. And he said, Fine, how you doing? Fine, fine. And he walked out the store. It was a white man. The color don't make difference, but they don't generally speak. But he got it too big. He said, How you doing? How you doing? And I didn't say anything. He was, he was, he was so excited. You know how you do when you know you're wrong and you first. He, I, but I, I, I wasn't paying too much attention. I went to the cash register after I got my groceries. I was telling the cashier what happened. And you know what she said. They watch us. They don't watch the whites. They watch the blacks, but they don't watch the whites. Yeah, just walked right on out the store. I just wanted to tell you what happened yesterday. So, okay, so they're still stealing. So let me see if I have this straight. In other words, what you're saying is, if you're white, you would do well to go to the Winn-Dixie and steal because the people at Winn-Dixie don't watch the whites, they only watch the blacks. And therefore, if you're black, don't steal from Winn-Dixie. That's right. Um, <clears throat> Jeffrey has asked which Winn-Dixie. No, I'm not going to tell you which Winn-Dixie. <laughs> he had his shirt just budging, and he just walked, and he, he just walked, I don't know, you could tell he was a street man. But he scared me because he came out in my face and said, hi, how you doing? Okay, thank you very much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've just learned that if you're black, don't steal from the Winn-Dixie. If you're white, it's a great place to steal because they will not watch you. That, at least according to one of our callers. <clears throat> Let's now go to, I have this straight here, Fez Watley, also known as The Fez from Kansas City. Fez, you're on the air. Hello. I just want to listen to how it's on the radio. Hold on a second. I got some potato chips here. <laughs> but I wanted to come and say hello to all your wonderful listeners in Radio Land. Um, <clears throat> you wouldn't have gotten those potato chips from Winn-Dixie. Oh, forget the question. When's that book out? My next book is actually a series of books. It's called The Rethinking Series, five-volume set, and it's due out in November. And uh, will I be included in it? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, you know, I would like to be an official co-host. A co-host? Well, let me kick the idea around, Fez. Thanks again for calling, Fez. I've got to run. Off we go to Mad Harry. Mad Harry, you're on the air. Hello, baby. This is the big-time wrestler, Mad Harry, with the W-I-B-W-D-D-F. Talking at you about big-time championship wrestling, baby. Me and my chainsaw and flamethrower in the ring. Uh-huh. And I'll be appearing on a Crackers Comedy Club as part of the comedy show tonight and tomorrow night. <laughs> Fascinating caller. And it's wrestling at its all-time finest, baby. It's 24-hour Roman Rodeo, Texas Tornado, Marathon, Battle Royal, Tag Team, Blood Grudge, Chainsaw, Bullwhip, Slugfest, Waterbeds, the Donkey Women of Trinidad. 
Donkey Women of Trinidad. Um, <clears throat> uh, Harry, can you uh, can you explain what that is exactly? What we did was to help enhance our wrestling profile in the community. We decided to bring in some international flavor to it. So we went to the island of Trinidad, found the famous Donkey Women of Trinidad. And these are women who wrestle donkeys to help out their own careers in the world of wrestling. Um, you actually have real donkeys in the ring? Absolutely. We got it all happened there, baby. We got donkeys in the ring. We got we got a brand new sport, professional Indian midget women's mud donkey tag team high line. This is unbelievable, Daddy. Uh, it certainly sounds unbelievable. That's right. It's all at the Crackers Comedy Club. It's all it's all out there for you. We got stand up comedy. We got the great psychosis performing his mind, his mentalism. We got comedian Hank McGill. We got headliner Mark Klein, and of course, big time man Harry. Well, it's all unbelievable wrestling action out there, baby. You know, you got to watch out the lies that the press tells about people involved in show business, especially big-time wrestling daddy. Look at me. They say I'm heartless and cruel. That's not true. I love small animals. I did 10 years in prison to prove that. And this is happening at Crackers Comedy Club? That's right. We're appearing at Crackers tonight and tomorrow night. Shows at 8 o'clock and 10.30. If you have no taste, if you have no life, you must be there. Who tends to the donkeys between different shows? We have had a very special assistant to do that. The tattooed woman of Madagascar. She'd be handling the donkey women of Trinidad. She got that special tattooed upside down on her back. It says, let go of my ears. I know what I'm doing. <clears throat> well, thanks again for letting us know, Harry. No, baby, this is a real thing. This is getting done and getting dirty. You know, I get you in the ring. I hit you so hard, your dog would die. I will go to you like x lax through a one-legged widow woman. And thank you for be having me on. Well, it's just plain annoying and downright upsetting to go to where you think a light will be and have it fail on you. Sometimes the faulty light bulb will flash and startle you to the point of near heart failure. Now, help is on the way with the new light bulb failure alarm that will make you feel festive with the famous cuckoo clock sound. The alarm itself is shaped just like an old-time radio and will tell you if a light bulb is ready to join the likes of Elvis and Roy Orbison. Yes, no one wants a burned-out light bulb, and the Flaming Star Radio Network brings you the ultimate in brightness confidence. Imagine, if a bulb burns out in the middle of the night, the cuckoo clock sound will alert you to the task of changing the faulty globe. Call now toll-free to the Flaming Star Gift Arena at 1-800-BAD-BULB. That's 1-800-BAD-BULB. Order now and receive a complete set of monthly magazines that will bring you up to speed with all you need to know about lawsuits and consumer complaints. Call now. 1-800-BAD-BULB. Satisfaction guaranteed if you don't mind waiting several months for delivery. All right, unsubscribers, it's your turn. I see this call is from Austin, Texas. Jeffy, this isn't who I think it is, is it? Oh, my goodness. Should I take it? <sighs> Jeffy's shaking his head in there. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if, if you've ever had the displeasure of listening to the disgruntled caller episode, it appears that the same gentleman who called in that day is on the line, and uh, I need to make a quick decision. All right, Jeffy, let's go ahead. Pull the trigger. I'm going to go ahead and talk to him. Alice is listening, and she is not very appreciative of what you've been doing. Who's not very appreciative? My wife is very upset, and so am I. You've got no business talking about us this way. We go to the vegetable markets. I never squeeze fruit. I never squeeze fruit. Um... 
Sir, are you referring to my comment that most of the people who have unsubscribed to this blog are elderly? You have no right speaking of this in, my, in, in this matter. And I've heard about you before in the trailer parks. You mean my fame has spread to the trailer parks? <laughs> What's so funny about that? What, what is so funny about living in a trailer park? Nothing, sir. Are you on drugs, sir? I bet you use marijuana and all this kind of stuff. Marijuana? <clears throat> no, sir. Um, I've never tried marijuana. I even stopped drinking coffee. And I've heard about the way you talk about our president, and I think it's a disgrace. I have never heard anyone lambaste the ministers in a nation in, such as this in my entire life, sir. Why don't you help the old people? Why don't you help us? I'd be happy to help you out, sir. Which way did you come in? Oh! Sir, I'm not going anywhere. You're in trouble now. You're in trouble now. <sighs> Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. I need to take care of something. Sometimes it's good to just bang your head against the wall. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our program. Aww. The next episode will be a conference message from the past, recorded live and broadcast to you. Until next time, be good. Ready for the chumps on the wall. The chumps acting ill because they're full of eight ball. Gunshots ranged out like a bell. I grabbed my nine, all I heard was shell. Falling on the concrete real fast. Jumped in my car, slammed on the gas. Bumper to bumper, the avenue's packed. I'm trying to get away before the jack is jacked. Police on the scene, you know what I mean? They passed me up, could run it all the dope beats. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. Yo, man, let's get out of here. Word to your mother. Ice, ice, baby, take